Guys, it's Real Estate Podcast, episode 110. I'm sick of you already, <laughs> you know. We, we watched The Mule. I'm here with Griffin. I'm here with Trav. And I'm here with Adam. Just enough time for the trumpets. Bang. All right, guys. <laughs> the trumpets Y'all can't even hear the music, but we nail it. Oh, I mean, you know. You know that first time it goes, dah, 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 dah. I like to end it there. Yeah. It's a good track. So, I'm going on, I'm, I just want to go on record. <laughs> and, and recommend Clint Eastwood for the Medal of Merit. Y'all know this motherfucker's like 88 years old. He's old as fuck, man. Still now, what y'all think? Song. Still got it, man. I mean, he still got I it. I don't think he's ever going to lose it. He'll be out acting death. You know, I what started I mean? watching. <laughs> I started watching this movie, and I was like, "This is going to be boring." But then mm. I was like, "Fucking!" I was in there, man. Like, yeah, what a great story. Pulled yeah. my well, ass right in. There, I, I kind of wish. This is just me personally. I kind of wish we got more than just a bittersweet ending. The ending was a little phoned in. Well, what I what I was I thought he was going to die. Well, I was hoping that like those those cartel guys got that shit out of his truck, you know, yeah. and then he gets he gets pulled over, mm-hmm. and him and Bradley Cooper's character have a moment where it's like, I know what you've been doing, and he's like, I know you know what I've been doing, you know, that whole moment right there. We didn't. I mean, we kind of. Well, they kind of did because Bradley Cooper looked at him and he said, "You," and he went, "Yeah, yeah, you already know." You already know. <laughs> but uh, didn't expect the old guy. He was making no. fucking bank. What do though? Every time he come out, the fucking the money stacks got bigger. Yeah, he was like, "I'm not going to count it." I'm not. And when he rolled it. up in there, he rolled up in that new truck, and they were like, "Oh, pim 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 pim." But it was just showing you, like, every time he would go back, you know, the first time he went there, they're like, who the fuck is this motherfucker, you know? Yeah. And then the last time he goes, they're, like, fucking showing him how to text, and he's bringing him apples and shit. Like, He's cool with them. Yeah, but he's cool with everybody. That's the thing. Like, that's – I mean, look, these guys, these cartel guys are not the greatest fucking human beings of all time. Did y'all recognize dude from Breaking Bad? Yeah. A skinny guy? Yeah. 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 I recognize him. Yeah. I got we only him. have so many Mexicans in Hollywood. And <laughs> I got to recycle but, them. And- but these cartel guys were not ba- like, you know, they wasn't like assholes. They could they even the one guy, the, the brother or the son. The one that was the family member. He's like, I was on the street. He brought me in. Yeah. that Even that guy was just like, I'm sorry, Pops. You know, Tutu, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever the Tuku, whatever the fuck his name, what they called him. But, uh, you know, it's sad. It's sad because, like, this, if they would have left this guy alone, seriously, like, and just let him do his thing. Everything would have been fine. Yeah, but they wanted to be assholes Mm -hmm. to him, put him in this position that he really shouldn't have been in. What was funny is when uh, the cop showed up, you two boys doing in my town, he came on and he said, officer, I just picked these boys up at the Home Depot. (laughs) (laughs) He was cool, man. He knew what was up. Yeah. Dude, he walked over to the car, opened the back. You could see all the bags. Yeah. And, you know, and got this popcorn. He's like, come on, I'm diabetic. I can't have this stuff. (laughs) Yeah. It's caramel popcorn. Give it to the ladies at the place. They'll love it. 
Yeah. He knew exactly uh, he what was, to do. When he rubbed that Ben Gay in that dog's face. Oh, my God. The dog was like, <laughs> yeah. when it walked away. <laughs> He's like, get away for this, big boy. Because the dog was about to run up. I remember the and one when he finally pulled up in there, like, dude, you just broke the record. Yeah, and he's like, cool, I guess. Like he's driving around, I've been everywhere, man. But he had no idea how much he was transporting nah, anything. Didn't care. He didn't give a fuck, no. Well, like, the first time he did it, he did it to get money to help with the wedding. You know, he got his house back. Yeah. Um, You know, he. Oh, here's the thing. He kept doing it. And yeah. kept, I mean, what were you on? The last one was the 12th one. Yeah. It was like, dude, after like five, Four six of them. of them. Yeah, he would have yeah. been good. He was good. Yeah. They weren't going to let him stop. They would have killed no. him. If he would have stopped, they'd, they'd have shot yeah. him because he knew too much. Right. But um, And I mean, he really didn't know anything. He just no. knew where to pick it up and drop it off at. And he had like dumb luck. Yeah, really. Like. Well, really, I, if I'm a cop. And I like look at pull up beside of that and look at him. I'm not pulling him over. No, not at all. This old timer ain't doing nothing. What's Bad he got? What's, what are we gonna find? A fucking a a pocket knife, you know? Like maybe a cleans his nails with. Yeah, that's that's a the duck most call. <laughs> Why do you have this? It's thing? the perfect fucking. He's the perfect mule. Yeah, he is. But like Great. when he came out and he had, you know, like the, his envelopes just kept getting bigger. Yeah. And when he, he came out, it was that big one. Yeah. Well, he, he started doing stuff with it. He fixed the the, the, the VFW. Yeah. He had a fire, and he's like, if you got $25,000 laying around, he's like, well. <laughs> I can make that. Yeah. So, and then he got that, and then they were like, he was actually doing some good with it. He was. Well, and that goes, that goes into that, the idea of like, if you do, if you get money doing something bad, but use it for something good, what's, I mean, what's, who's at fault here? You know, yeah, like, I know you, honorable thing to at the end, that woman, the, they were laying down all that shit. And he said, I'm guilty. Yeah. I knew what I was doing. I did it. Yeah. She's like, sir. He's like, uh, the judge is even like, sir, maybe you, you sure should you don't want to let with- your attorney talk. Cause she's going to get you off. And he's like, no. But that's the thing, like, he he redeemed himself. Yeah. Like, he was a piece of shit dad, piece of shit grandfather, piece of shit husband. But he redeemed himself. But he sat there with 300 yeah. keys of cocaine in the trunk Yeah, at his wife's house while she was dying. Yeah, I mean. Some exquisite acting, I must say. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn. Yeah. So he didn't write this movie, but he directed it, produced it, starred in it. Shot budget was was around 50 million, made about 120 something million box office. I mean, hell. Yeah. Classic, uh, classic, uh, Eastwood. Eastwood, Yeah. I'm, would you say this is as good as Grand Trino? Yeah, I, it's up there with it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's like whenever he does a movie, it always has that feel. Yeah, that Grand Trino style, the way yeah. it's shot, a lot of handheld, right? Um, you know, one camera. Yeah, you can tell it's one camera. 
There's a lot of him just fumbling around. Let's go through his his discography, his filmography here. So he's got a movie that's in pre-production right now called The Ballad of Richard Jewell. Now, is he directing uh, that? Yeah. I think he's only doing his movies now, right? Like, No, this is written by Marie Brenner and Billy Ray. Well, he didn't write it. this one, but right. the, if he's starring in a movie now, he's directing it, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty good director, man. Yeah. Um. So before he did The Mule, then he did The 1517 to Paris, which I haven't seen. Mm-mm. I haven't seen that. Uh, Sully, he did that. Oh, he was in that? Uh, About the pilot? Yeah, he directed it. Oh, wow. Yeah. He directed American Sniper. I didn't know that. Jersey Boys. I didn't know which, that. Which, look, I love that movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I grew up listening to that music. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, He directed uh, Hereafter. He directed that. Yeah, J. Edgar, he directed that after or before Jersey Boys. Um, and then he directed Hereafter, Invictus, Gran Torino, uh, Letters from Iwo Jima, Flags of Our Fathers, Million Dollar Baby, Mystic River, Blood Work, I, which I love Blood Work. Have you ever seen that? I don't think I have. It's got Jeff Daniels in it. He's trying to solve a... A uh, murder? I don't think I've seen it. There's yeah. a few on there I haven't seen. Uh, Space Cowboys, uh, True Crime, Midnight in the Garden of e- uh in the Garden of Good and Evil, Absolute Power, Bridges of Madison County, A Perfect World. I mean, it goes Unforgiven, The Rookie. I mean, it goes on in Pell Rider. Well, see, this know. movie was up against um, The Green Book. Yeah, for best picture, to me, Green Book, you know, it, yeah, it was bad. I, you know, it deserved I think it to was win. Better. Yeah, um, those two, the chemistry those two had was just like you know. That's usually the thing with him is like when he does one of these movies, like he doesn't have a fucking he's solo. Yeah, it's just him the whole fucking time. It's like I Am Legend or something, you know. Right. When he did another I Am Legend with him, he's just like goddamn. Oh my dog. god. Yeah. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, that <laughs> fucked everything up. Yeah, didn't it, though? They did a good job um, making him look younger at the beginning. Yeah, they really did. He, he looked, you know, he looked 10 years younger, like, and his voice yeah. was a little different, like higher pitch, kind of, a little more pep yeah. to him. And I was like, this ain't the Clint Eastwood I know. And then it cut to, it was like 2017. He's like, sorry, it's Ooh. not more. And I was like, that's him. Yeah, well, he's back. Liver spots. <laughs> yeah. Whoever's spot. Oh man, he uh, it was good though, man. I liked like I it. said, I didn't like it as much as Gran Torino. I didn't nah. like it as, but it was not bad at all. And it was the ending, you know, that ending. It kind of felt like a cop out. It's like, you know, you, you didn't, you, you know, they. I guess like they didn't want to kill him off, right? And then you like, you kind of want Bradley Cooper to catch his man, like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this whole fucking time, he even felt bad for it. He's like, "I'm the one been keeping you away. You know, you missed your anniversary." Like, yeah. <clears throat> it was weird though them. that they were sitting there eating together. Like, yeah, I could see them two hanging out, like him coming up to the prison and 
Is everything yeah. going okay for well, like, you? Know he what came I mean? over like, the car and was talking to him. He, you could tell he, he didn't. Have, uh, there were no hard feelings. No, not at all. He's just like you. Take care of yourself. So, like, well, <laughs> your number's still nine one one. Yeah, right. <laughs> they should have asked him that. I'd have fucking died. Worth every fucking penny, you know. Or how about how about when he's immediately sentenced and he turns around to say goodbye to his family. Uh, the one, uh, I think the daughter says, uh, at least we'll know where to find you. And then, yeah. and then her daughter looked at her like, what? Like, yeah, well, kind of, they kind of like smiled, that. like a little joke. Yeah. Yeah. I'd have been like, you fucking bitch. Yeah. Fuck you, bitch. What was he doing hanging out in that fucking hotel room with those two chicks? Dude, he was, he was balling, wasn't he? Wasn't he though? Or when he <laughs> went to, uh. The boss that plays like a boss wants to meet you. He comes in. He's like, "Look at this motherfucker, man! Look at this guy! You know, yeah, right. Break the record." I was, uh, I, I, whenever I saw Andy Garcia, I was like, "Is this Andy Garcia?" Mm-hmm. Like, is this? I haven't seen him in anything in in a minute. You know, man, I couldn't believe they just shot that motherfucker. For real, that shows you how the cartel works. Like, yeah, one minute he's like, "Pull." And then I was like, damn, what's wrong with him? He having a heart attack? Yeah. No. Dude just shot him. They say he's getting too loose. He got fucked up. Too lenient. Too lenient. Um, Allison Eastwood was in it, and I'm trying to see if this is her. If that's her. If she's related. Yeah, I think so. Niece Daughter of Clint Eastwood. It's the it's his daughter. Oh, she played the mother. Oh, okay, yeah. The, the, the that's why like, I was like, "Fuck you, bitch!" Yeah. <laughs> I've had to fucking raise your ass. Fuck yeah. you. <laughs> Good man. It shows you too how those DEA agents work. Like, yeah, they bring that Filipino dude in there, and they're like, oh, "We got a warrant for your house." Uh, he's like, "Makes you think I'm going to work with you?" He's like, uh, "We found four hundred thousand dollars." Yeah. Some drugs, a couple guns. Yeah. I mean. What else have you got? You want to go home, you want to go to jail. <laughs> exactly. That's, uh, I liked uh, Bradley Cooper's performance. He was kind of toned down. You yeah, know? It, you didn't he see was, him as much. And even though Let Me Put You In My Pocket, he was there. Oh, he was great, right? Yeah. They had good chemistry. Like, yeah. I'm glad that Bradley Cooper just didn't go full Bradley Cooper. Yeah, he didn't cut out. Like a small. Yeah. Clint Eastwood told him, he's like, I don't want you showing up and fucking Cooper in this whole fucking movie up, all right? <laughs> oh. I need you to tell me, this it is was... where you're at, and this is where I need you to be. You know? Yeah. Like, if you don't do something, I'll get fucking. I'll get somebody else in here. Where's fucking uh, George uh, Clooney at when you need him? You know, yep. counting his money. <laughs> yeah, on his own private island. Yeah. Um. So the movie was inspired by a New York Times Magazine article called "The, uh, the Sonola Cartel's Ninety-Year-Old Drug Mule." So I don't know if that's like just a story. That could have been uh, what the guy was referring to because he said, he said, my old man drove a lot of places. Because yeah. remember the guy? 
because he said his dad was a driver. Yeah. And I was like, oh, he must have been their driver. I think that buying the truck was the wrong move. Yeah. I would have used, like, different vehicles. I wouldn't have used the same one every time. That that was a kind of a problem for me. I was just like, yeah, if this was real life, there's no way they'd let him keep driving the same car, especially when they know they're looking for it. Yeah. A black truck. It's like, well, let's get a white one, you know? Right. He pulled up in that Lincoln. He's like, oh, fucking, what was that bull's name? Osiris. Osiris. <laughs> I just see old dude twiddling his thumb, fingers. Yeah. So apparently this, this movie was based off of, uh, there's a guy named Leo Earl Sharp Sr. who was uh, born in 1924. He died in 2016. He was known as El Tata. He was an American World War II veteran, world-renowned horticulturist, and a drug courier for a branch of the drug cartel. Damn. So this is based um, on a true story. Here it says Sharp became despondent from financial problems with his flower business and was subsequently approached by Mexican laborers at his mis- at his Michigan mm. farm who solicited him into transporting narcotics for the Sonola drug cartel in Mexico. Sharp success in eluding the detection of law enforcement for over 10 years while transporting thousands of pounds of cocaine catapulted him into urban legend among drug traffickers who knew of his exploits. Sharp used a Lincoln Mark LT pickup truck to transport between 100 to 300 kilograms of cocaine at a time from the southern u.s border to detroit michigan the cartel also utilized sharp to transport drug proceeds in excess of two million dollars per return trip from michigan to arizona in the same pickup truck in october 2011 while in possession of 200 kilos of cocaine then 87-year-old Sharp was arrested by the Michigan State Police during a coordinated arrest operation led by the DEA. His arrest was captured on the dashboard camera of the Michigan State Police Cruiser and published in the New York Times. It's on YouTube. It pulled up. Uh, the criminal investigation was prosecuted by Assistant United States Attorney Chris Graveline in the Eastern District of Michigan, culminating with the indictments of 25 members of the organization, including Sharp. Sharp was allowed to speak at his sentencing hearing before Judge Edmonds. He addressed the judge, I'm really heartbroken. I did what I did, but it's done. In an effort to avoid jail, Sharp made one final strange plea. If he could avoid jail, he proposed paying the $500,000 penalty he owed the government by growing Hawaiian papayas. It's so sweet and delicious, he told the court. The court declined the offer and sentenced Sharp to three years in prison. His defense stated that Sharp had dementia and would do poorly in prison. Sharp was released in 2015 due to to declining health after only serving a year in prison. He died of natural causes in December of 2016 at the age of 92. He's buried in the National Memorial Cemetery of the Pacific in Honolulu. Damn. Yeah. So they changed the name. Uh, his character's name was Earl Stone, and uh, Bradley Cooper's character was Colin Bates, based off of the DEA agent Jeff Moore. So, yeah, I mean, he did it for 10 years. You're cutting out real bad, man. 
Can you hear me? Hello? Hello. Hey, man. Can you hear me now? Yeah. That was weird. Yeah, it's kind of cutting out. Maybe, uh, I don't know. Maybe my internet dropped or something. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was pretty much based off of a true story. I don't know why they didn't say that. Why, why do you think they chose to reference the New York times article? Play it safe. Maybe. Well, but are they really playing it safe though? Like, I mean, if you said it was based off of a true story, I mean, it's still, regardless, it's still true if you do any kind of research. So what would be the point of not saying that this is based? Well, I guess that's where they saw it. You know what I mean? Like somebody was looking at the New York Times and was like, oh, shit. This would make a cool script. And it did. Yeah. They could have they could have changed it up though, you know. They could have had him like, like the end of uh, Devil's the Rejects. end of uh, yeah. <laughs> he goes out in a blaze of glory. Start playing Freebirds. <laughs> if I leave here tomorrow, he puts his sunglasses on. I'm taking as many of these motherfuckers with me yeah. as I can. There for a minute, I didn't <laughs> think he was gonna stop. He, how did he get all fucked up like that? I'm guessing the cartel beat the shit out of because they were supposed to kill him. Yeah, they told him they're like kill that motherfucker. Let him finish it and kill him. So he's lucky yeah. he got picked up that day. I mean, I know he would have been dead as fuck. What's crazy is that the cartel didn't try to come after him in prison or whenever he was released from prison. You know he what didn't I mean? Talk. Well, I mean, what could he say though? Like he's fucking seen. They're gonna look at him as senile. What information could he give them that would be credible? But what was, yeah, you're right. What was awesome, though, was 10 years of drug muling. 10. 10 fucking years, dude. Probably going like once a month or. Yeah. 12 times a year. That's a lot, dude. We'll say a hundred and we'll just say a hundred trips flat. That's it. I thought about that in the movie. I was like, how come, how come whenever he takes stuff there, he don't bring stuff back? I mean, like you're, you know money yeah. or whatever like yeah. bodies i don't know <laughs> he's all willy-nilly dude eating fucking pulled pork sandwiches and shit like hey so the best pulled pork in the in the uh yeah. midwest right here he's fucking lollygagging around like yeah well but that kept him off the radar though you know yeah because he having, was just going about his day yeah him having two chicks come back to his room and being an old man that's avoiding suspicion. You yeah. know, if he would have went straight to his room, locked the door and peeked out the window. For yeah. Eight like hours, the other guy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Give me the a Mexican sitting in front of the door sweating. Doesn't look fucking suspicious at all. <laughs> yeah. Right. He says, what's this fucking guy doing? He's crazy. He doesn't care. He's not paying attention. He's like, well, you're here. What's he got to pay attention? All exactly. he had to do is drive. But that's the, that's the beauty of it though. Like, He's not going to encounter any problems because he's an old man. Old man. I mean, he and he knows that. He's smart enough. Like I said, he would have been smarter if he would have got a different vehicle every time that he yeah. went. That would have been the smart play. Yeah. But he's a retired veteran that's oh, traveling yeah. the country. 
I mean, never had a speeding ticket. Nothing. Never. He said he never got pulled over. Yeah. All those trips that he made when he was traveling all that time. Yeah. It's perfect. So, I mean, guarantee you, there's an old man out there right now, drug mule dude. You think so? Oh yeah. You think he's El Tata? El Tata too. <laughs> T2. <laughs> and, they, and they give him shit about they're like, you'll never be Tata. Yeah. You'll that. never be as good as Tata. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh my God. <laughs> the Mexican man. dude takes his hat off. He's like, he was really close to me, man. Yeah. Really close. He gave me my first pulled pork sandwich. You'll never be a Tata. <laughs> Oh shit! What do you say? Uh, can you prove it, Carlos? <laughs> can you prove it, Carlos? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Can't say the rest of it. Are you gonna say it? And accuse me of these far-fetched theories? Or can you prove it, Carlos? Can you prove it, Carlos? You'll never be as good as El Tata. <laughs> Mexican oh, dude's always mad. Why do you He's say like, that? You need to calm down, live life, man. For real. Enjoy it, because it goes by. Why do you think he's never been in a Tarantino flick? You think think he approached him at any point? I don't know. I know he's a fan of those... uh, The spaghetti? $3 bill, yeah. Yeah. $3 bill? (laughs) (laughs) What is it? Three silver dollars? What is it called? Um... A fistful of dollars. A fistful yeah. of dollars. That's it. Three dollar bill. Three dollar bill. You were fucking thinking about You'll that. You'll never album. be as good as El Tato. <laughs> El Toto. Oh man. <clears throat> He's got some. I would love to get a box set of all his westerns. Probably get it on Blu-ray. Could you imagine I, watching that on Blu-ray? Yes, I'd love like, it. See the microphone dipping in. <laughs> I'd be okay with it. <laughs> I mean, he did fistful dollars for a few dollars Let's more. Let's not forget about Dirty Harry. Yeah, the good, the bad, the ugly. Hang them high. Lucky. Well, do ya? <laughs> that was a good... I haven't watched those movies in a long-ass time. He was in the fucking... Big-ass gun. Right turn, Clyde. Yeah. I love those. Any which way but loose. Any which way you can. I love those. He was in Escape from Alcohol. He's been in some fucking a great shit movies. Load of movies, man. Yeah. Heartbreak Ridge. Forget about it, you know? Mm-hmm. You already know. Yeah. He was in A Perfect World. One of the most underrated. <laughs> I can't. You'll never be as good as El Tata. <laughs> You'll never be as good. I think we need to put blood work on the list. It's so fucking good, yeah, man. Yeah, I need to see it if it's good. I've never seen it before. Maybe he's, I have back in the day. I just don't remember. He's a retired FBI profiler, and he's uh, trying to help him solve the identity of a serial killer. They should replace Liam Neeson with him. Let him do the next Taken movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, he won't be able to stop much, but, hell, he can be able to stare him like, down. I've got a particular set of skills yeah yeah i could change tires yeah that's what's wrong with Steps out of the shadows with just a walter with just a walter yeah 
or it's just a, a magnum damn, and he's just it's like a damn internet ruined everything. <laughs> <laughs> but it did though. Yeah, I mean, especially for people like that. I mean, it yeah. did ordered flowers. I mean, it was if it wasn't the internet, it was Walmart. Right. What if Clint Eastwood reenacted the story of Ron Watts' tater salad joke? Oh, oh my shit. god. That's the like, where I'm from. Gay people look like you. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, buddy. You're out of here. <laughs> he said, "Where I'm from, no, gay people like, look you like know, uh, just, you." He steps steps out out again with the gun, and he goes, "You caught me. You caught the tape." Yeah, you got me. You got the tater. A good old, <laughs> just, you know, give him a good old "you, me, and a gun" speech. You know, yeah. You feel lucky. You should because you <laughs> caught the tater. <laughs> tater. Uh, Reenact uh, tater salad. <laughs> I would watch the shit out of it. It I wasn't like to a comedy. It, well, you notice when the, he, in his older years he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't. They're cut always up. real serious and yeah, borderline um, racist and yeah, uh, borderline. Yeah. yeah. He gets away with it, man. Because he's old. When I get that old, I'll be able to say whatever I Dude, want. When I get that me. old, I'm going to wear old man short shorts that are so short my balls poke out. I mean, that's I'll just be walking way. around with a ball hanging, just one ball hanging out, like just <laughs> not giving a fuck, dude, scratching it, not even trying to like push it back in, just making people smell it. Smell yeah. my ball. Smell it. <laughs> Does this smell weird? They smell my hands. They're like, yeah, what is that? I'm like, I think it's my balls. <laughs> <laughs> you got any water and you dip your balls in the water like yeah. it's a bag of tea? Wash it off. <laughs> tea bag it. Tea bag the water. I'm just saying, when you get old, man, fuck it. Nobody cares. No. I'm hoping we're still doing the podcast when we get old. Yeah, we, then we can say so, whatever we want to say. Yeah, we'll I'm be just, the greatest I'm podcast. I'm just thinking about, like, I'm just thinking about, like, funny skits that Clint Eastwood could do where it's just one where it just shows him sitting in a chair watching TV and like the kids come up and they're like hey grandpa we hear you used to play games and grandpa just kind of looks at it just like slowly turns his head and looks at him and he goes have either of you been teabagged yeah put your hand <laughs> in out. a 1v like, have you ever been teabagged in a 1v1 swords and shields only? You and they're like, what's that? You're like, yeah. you ever been I don't want to talk about no fucking games. And he just turns back to the TV. Or that one where he and talks to a chair that Obama's yeah. supposed to be sitting in. That's, that's what I was fixing to say. His yeah. performance in this wasn't as good as the Obama chair. <laughs> Dude, everybody <laughs> got, got mad at him for a little bit for that. I was just like, this dude. Is on a whole nother level. I mean, what more can be said? Yeah. He came out and put a chair down and then talked to it for like 30 something minutes. <laughs> as Obama's if Obama like, was sitting in the chair. I really like this. I, re- I really like, like it. Let me be clear. And he's like, you be as <laughs> queer as you want, Mr. President. <laughs> he said. He said, you're white, we're black. He said, no shit. Yeah. Went, <laughs> no no shit. Yeah. Like, good on you, you know? Man, no right. shit. 
I laugh my ass off. He would be the perfect person, though, like his age, to do like a buddy travel film, like mm-hmm. planes, trains, oh and automobiles. God. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and he's the serious of... one. Yeah, yeah. Like he's have... he's all about being on time. You know, yeah. wears a hat. He's always got his watch. Like no fucking on this trip. You know, don't be fucking on my stuff. Like. <laughs> and then you have I'm gonna put you in my pocket. Uh, Grumpy his, old man uh, remakes what Trent said. Uh, I'd watch it. Who could you have? Uh, who was? Who would we put in there with him though? Uh, oh, I got it right here. Clint Eastwood and Jack Nicholson. Holy oh, shit! Wow. He's like, and then uh, um, a new neighbor moves in, like this rich fuck. They don't like him. Yeah, and it's uh, oh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Al Pacino. Pacino. Danny DeVito's in it. Holy shit. <laughs> We're casting it right now. I mean, dude. I'm down. It's rated R. Yeah, of course, you know. I'm, I'm He cool says, like, oh, no, racist no, no, shit no. like engine. The, no, the, the, fucking, the fucking neighbor that moves in is Morgan Freeman. Oh, yeah. And, and he's he like, is ridiculous. Could y'all stay off my lawn? Like, you know? Like, <laughs> he's got, like, paintings and shit. Rated R. Look what look what Trent said. Okay with it. Down. They're like it Siskel and Ebert give this movie three ball sacks. <laughs> that fucking stretch down to your kneecap. I give it a kneecap ball sack. That's all you get. So I'm cutting out. My voice thing is uh, good, though. Yeah, I, I mean, I he hasn't cut out on my end. Maybe it's, uh, I don't know. I didn't Georgia cut out. Air. Did you hear what I said? I heard what you said. Oh, okay. Oh. Uh, but I don't know. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it, dude. Let's go bowling. Yeah. So uh, y'all want to rate it? Yeah, I'll give it a star. I liked it. Are you gonna buy it? Uh I don't know. I don't know when I would watch it again, especially like anytime soon. Yeah, it's not really. I just I don't. I I'm not giving this movie a half star because I didn't hate it. Right. I'd recommend someone watch it. Cool story. Like yeah, you know, it's like yeah, El that Tata. makes sense. Old fucking El Tita. El, what was it? El Tita. El Tata. El Tata. I think man Trent tits. said that means man tits. <laughs> yeah. Is that what what that means? I think I it think, does. Yeah, I think that. Oh, he said no. That would have been so fucking funny if I, they were calling him man tits the whole time. Uh, old, I think it means old balls. Let's see. Tata translate. And he's like, come in here with your shiny balls. Oh. Tata means dad or pop. Ah, okay. So L pop. Yeah. El Tata. Oh man. Means dad. Mm-hmm. That's the direct translation. Start calling my granddad El Tata. <laughs> You'll never be as good as El Tata. He'll be like, I'm better than El Tata. What would you do if you find out that your granddad was mule and drug? I'd believe it. 
<laughs> really? Here lately, he's been on this lavender kick. <laughs> listen, what? man, listen. This is some crazy what? shit. So they he fucks with these essential oils, right? Right. Now, and he's now to to quote him, he's not usually down with no foo foo shit. Okay, <laughs> he don't fuck with foo foo coffee. You know, like those little metal, you know, that magnet bracelet supposed to like, yeah. you know, none of that stuff. But he ain't, he don't fuck with foo foo. But <laughs> as soon as he starts to get sick, he'll be in there at that potion box, dude, rubbing fucking, you know, <laughs> barley on his fucking elbows, whatever it tells you to do, you know, rubbing shit above his lip, like peppermint, like, you know, it's all extracts. Yeah, yeah. Dude, he, lavender, you can smell lavender and it'll like kind of make you sleepy, calm you down, you know? It's good for like yeah. anxiety. Dude, he <laughs> drank it. <laughs> You're not supposed to drink it, but it fucked him up. He called me. He's like, I'm a little bit fucked up off this lavender. And I was like, yeah. what do you mean? He's like, well, I mixed it with some water and I drank it. He's like, well, I want to see if I can get a bigger bottle of it. Like, go online. This really happened. I said, I don't think you're supposed to drink that, man. He's like, I don't know, but I feel good, like really good. You're like, Tata, what are you doing? Yeah, dude, he was doing taxes. And he's he's like, I need I need some lavender. I'll be right back. <laughs> he's turned into a lavender head. He's he said it worked, man. Because some of that stuff, like the lemon, you can mix it with uh, water and drink it. Yeah. You know, like it's good for certain things. They got a list of shit. You, ha you can't use a plastic cup, though. Right. Because that lemon will melt that fucking plastic. But uh, so he went in there and was looking at that lavender, and he's like, I'm going to fucking ingest some of it. <laughs> and he did, man. He said it fucked him up. He's like, I'm a little fucking. He's like, man, I'm in here. I'm all jacked up on lavender. And I was like, dude, you what? <laughs> this, is, this is what Google says about drinking lavender oil. You're he ready? didn't drink it, you know. Oh. He Boy, mixed it in with water. Yeah. An extract. They said it may lead to side effects such as difficulty breathing, burning eyes, and blurred vision, vomiting, and diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. I told him, I was like, I don't think that's safe, man. He's like, it's well, just they, a little bit. They said that he can get dried lavender flowers and make tea out of it, and it'll give the desired effect. Ah, because it so will. It fucks you up on it. Yeah, well, it'll like yeah. calms you down. It, it's like it's, it's like nature Xanax. Yeah, it's nature kratom. You know, yeah. well, kratom is nature's kratom, but yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean though. Like, you need to get him some lavender fucking. Dude, I'll, he'll lavender. get him hooked on this tea. He'll be drinking <laughs> lavender tea all the time. What did he I say, couldn't fru believe fru he drank that. Yeah, he don't fuck with foo foo stuff like coffee. <laughs> it's like what is that? French vanilla. Just get that shit out of here. <laughs> He's like, shit. I like my coffee like I like my women. Black. And I was like, black, strong. And no delicious. sugar, no cream. Black. I got to put a little bit of sugar. Uh, I started cream. drinking it that way, and once you get used to it, it ain't bad. Well, I can drink it black. It's just like, I mean. It's like, why? <laughs> when you can put all, yeah, I used yeah. to put cream in I used to like to put a little, I, you know, when you when you put cream in your coffee, there's a certain color you're going for. Yeah, yeah. What's it's your like light color, brown? Right? You know what I'm talking about? Light kind of yeah. looks like one of those uh, Starbucks uh, cappuccinos you can get in the glass bottle. Yeah. That light brown well, like that? That's how you know. But, uh. 
What the fuck? He's all about Whoa. those fucking. Um, yeah, I tried to uh, um, see what it is. Is Ann's daughter, my grandmother, her daughter sells that stuff. She works for that DoTerra. Makes <laughs> good money, dude. Real good I, money selling that I shit. I heard of that. Yeah, dude, that's that's the big company. That's a, like a you know those Mormons started that because they don't take Tylenol. So they're all about the essential. Essential, oils. yeah. It's a Mormon thing. Mm. Um, but um, <laughs> she makes a lot of money. That shit's expensive, dude. Like a little bottle will be like pushing a hundred bucks. Fuck but it's that. an extract. Right. It does yeah. work, man. Like like if you're sleepy, mm-hmm. you can take the peppermint and smell it. And it'll, I mean, just do It's like, you know that shit they break under somebody's nose yeah. to wake them up? You smell that peppermint, and you're just like, whoa, because it's like real strong, like burn your eyes. Right. Because it's an extract. And then like one time, dude, I had a nosebleed all day long. What it was was my, my nose was real dry. Yeah. Because of the weather, and I was taking some sinus medicine. It was drying me up, some over-the-counter shit. And it was drying my, my fucking sinuses out, so my nose kept bleeding all day, dude. It just be bleeding. It wouldn't stop. And then they were like, oh, hang on. He went back there. He's got a little box, a little mm-hmm. potion box. He opened it up, and I was like, I don't want none of this potion shit, dude. I don't like this stuff. I, you know, I don't want none of this. It smells weird. Right. It smells like a head. It smells like Mark's imports every time he breaks that thing <laughs> out, you know? Like an incense fucking factory. And then he's like, here, take this. He gave me, I can't even remember what it was, man. They're always like, this is what you, you need, Melaleuca. It's always some weird shit, you know? Right. So he got right. something, dude, and I rubbed it on my the top lip, right under my nose. Yeah, dude, nose stopped bleeding, dog. No shit. Almost instantly. It been bleeding fuck? all fucking day, man. Off and on, off and on. Now here's the thing: Does it really work, or is it like a a placebo effect? Like, is it mind over matter? I don't, I don't have, have a mind, a mind. So it don't matter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, I mean, uh, is that what it is? I think so. Because they've, they've proven that works, dude. They were giving these people, they did a test with people, and they gave half of them <coughs> uh, sugar pills to help. They told them it was for pain. It was a new pain drug. Right. And these people came in and was like, yeah, it worked. And they were like, oh, that's weird because you're taking sugar fucking pills. That's hmm. all it was was sugar. Right. They've done a lot of studies like that. And, and you're, if you, you know, you trick your fucking body. So if you really believe in that stuff, I mean, hell, you could use anything. You could rub dog shit on your forehead and your headache will go away. Yeah. If you believe hard enough. <laughs> well, I mean. Don't tear But that's the thing. Like, we're not, we don't know what our minds are capable of. So it's like limitless. Like, yeah. if you, if you get past the idea of like morality and what, what science says that you're capable of doing. Shouldn't you technically be able to do more than that? Mm-hmm. So that's like, I don't know. If you raise someone in a world and you don't teach them anything about any of the laws of gravity or anything like that, will they be a superior being? Is your granddad the missed and linked superior <laughs> being? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Is Tata the missed? Yeah. El Tata. So I just imagine. El Fufu. Saying this, you're like, is your grandpa? Yeah, no foo Next man. time I see your granddad, I'm gonna call him Tata. Yeah. Have yeah, you ever Tata. activated your pineal gland? So, his um, Ann's daughter, um, 
gave me a bunch of stuff to put on my head for hair loss, and I think I lost more hair. <laughs> no, no shit, dude. In the shower, I've got some of these little doTERRA extracts, and I can't remember what I could have, but look, <clears throat> whenever you wash your hair, you put it on there. Like, you wash, you put it on your head, rub it into your scalp, do all this stuff, then you rinse it out. Dude, burns like a motherfucker sometimes. It just depends. Right. Wouldn't burn all the time, but sometimes I do it. I'm like, man, it's kind of hot. And if you get it in your eyes, fuck, you know, like. Right. But I give it a star. Uh, <laughs> are you are you gonna go full uh, full shave? I'm gonna do shoehorn for a little while. <laughs> Horseshoe. Yeah. Oh yeah. Shoehorn. Uh, yeah. <laughs> kind of looks like a shoehorn too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna, I figured trail? I'd rock the horseshoe for a little bit just to, you know, grow a mustache. Right. Are you still Be growing a drug a mule? Nah, I cut it. Man, come on. It looked fucking goofy, man. I look like fucking Zorro or something with it. Like <laughs> That's cool, though. Remember when we talked about Zorro? I look like El name? Fupa. El Fupa. <laughs> I think my granddad referred to my mustache as Fufu. I can't remember. <laughs> What are you doing with that foo-foo mustache on your face? Foo-foo. Like, foo-foo is pretty much another word for, like, gay or something. You know, like. Right, bullshit. I don't fuck with that foo-foo coffee. Get that out of here. That's He's like, so what are you funny, drinking? Man. I was like, I don't know. It's some kind of raspberry tea. I could hear him foo-foo under his breath. Like, <laughs> like, get mad at you. Take you out of the wheel, you know? Right. <laughs> foo-foo. That's a new level. Like, it was, is it three stars, half star? No stars, or is this movie Foo-Foo? Foo-Foo, yeah. Do we have a Foo-Foo movie? <laughs> sure Travis has a few. You got, you want, you go, no, I don't give him a new label. He's like, I give it half a Foo. I give it a Foo, not a Foo-Foo. He gets a full Foo for me. He gets a Foo-Poo. This so movie was Foo-Poo. <laughs> But um, another thing he was telling me, like, because, you know, he's a granddad, so he's it's like he just and he's like, I probably shouldn't tell you this story, but I'm going to anyway. You know, <laughs> right. he's yeah. always telling me these stories. So there and um, around the courthouse, I'm not going to name. Fuck it. Scottsboro. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ain't nobody after us. Yeah. Uh, fuck <laughs> it. Um, there for a while in the 70s. There was this hair product that you could go to the store and buy that had a lizard on it. It was something uh-huh. to do with a lizard, right? Dude, people started drinking it. What the fuck? Them up, dude. They called them lizard heads. He said you could go up there around the courthouse because there's, you know, there used to be a lot of stores right there and people would go in there and buy it and come out drinking it. And he said there'd be like this, like hair product bottles just laying on the ground out there and people stumbling around. They called them Are lizard you- heads. What the fuck? Yeah, I dude. didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. yeah it's not that, anymore, but. That's some foo-foo shit for real. Yeah, he was like, <laughs> I'm like, did you try it? He was like, I don't remember. Like, you did. <laughs> you definitely did, dude. yeah. <clears throat> so uh, what are you going to give it, Trav? You going to give it a foo-foo, full-foo, half-foo? Uh, I give it a half-star. A hearty half. Hello. <laughs> it, I mean, it was. It was. I mean, 
I wish it had been more of a great. Like, the whole thing that killed me was that the flower business was his, you know, his go-to or what he abandoned his family for. Well, that's part right. of that's the true I, story. But I, well, I mean, you know, in hindsight, I, now I know it is, and it's uh, it's a little, you know, it's better. But that was a little foo foo. The way. <laughs> but I, I'd wish the movie had been something like hit. You know, he had a been little doing more it rated R. Well, you know, have it to where he was more or less, you know. I don't I was know. Just it was, happy to see it, some it, titties. Yeah, right. He was too. <laughs> <laughs> he had two girls. He's like, this ain't foo foo at all. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, real good I, I He's like, hang to on, let me get my doTERRA out. I got ED. <laughs> I mean, I wanted to go in it with the idea that it was going to be a full star movie, but at the end, it, you know, it was just a half for me, man. I don't, I don't see myself returning to it. But it is a good movie, and it is worth it is worth watching. It's worth watching. I don't see watching it <laughs> absolutely, right? It's kind of a one and done. But that's not that doesn't mean it sucked. It's just a you know, yeah, seen it. Well, I would definitely watch Green Book over this. Yeah, <laughs> like if I had to do a second view, and that's fucking Frank, huh? <laughs> you would have bump up so. Frank, bump up beef Frank. So, but, uh, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it a full start, but everything we just said is true. I don't see myself watching this again anytime soon. I mean, it's not even one that you want to like, you got a buddy over and you're like, Hey, you want to watch a movie? It ain't even one of those. It's like, ah, watch it on your own time here. You can borrow it. It's one of those. It's a talking point though. Cause if you run into somebody that's seen it, they're like, how crazy would it be to run drugs? And you don't know what you're running like while that, i was watching a movie i thought about it i got a real clean driving record man do you yeah, i don't never get pulled over dude I, uh, it, dog. I don't i mean i can't ever get I pulled can't, over i can't do it got no tattoos i mean i'm out when i get pulled over i'm just like hi officer is there a problem <laughs> i'm real not you know what i mean like yeah i turn into like, a different person like christopher you're like yes yes sir <laughs> Yeah. Step on out the car. All right, yeah. How did how do, neighbor? You know, how, who the fuck I turn into Christian? Flanders when I get pulled over. Your, your mustache grows in yeah. full. You're like shit. I pull a Bible out and set it on the damn the dash. The, he's like, "Have you got any weapons?" And you're like, "The the word of God." Yeah, That's my only weapon. No, I'm like right here, and I pull out a cross out of my pocket. It's <laughs> <laughs> the only like, weapon sir. I need. Yeah. <laughs> Put that away, sir. Get shot. Oh. <laughs> what about that one dude that got they got out of the car and he was like, This is the most this is the most dangerous four minutes of my life. <laughs> was like, he wasn't wrong. Oh no, dude, really? Yeah. So um But yeah, I give it a full star. But I mean, if I buy a pack of movies and it's included, I'm yeah. happy. But not seeking it out on Black Friday. Negative. Negative. Um, I would recommend somebody watch it though. Oh yeah, I think everybody should at least one. It's pretty good. He still got yeah. it, man. He's eighty eight years old. Mm-hmm. That's impressive. Never lost it. You think he'll make ten more before he croaks? Mm. <laughs> I don't know. He seems like he takes care of himself. Yeah. Well, you know, you got to quit smoking at some point. Am I right? You think he smokes? 
I mean, he he did back in the day, right? I don't know. All all those westerns. I think everybody did. <laughs> back whenever they even let kids smoke. Cancer. There were like four year olds yeah. smoking in the commercials. Yeah. Want right. to shut your kid up? Give him a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine living in that world? No, but I can't imagine living in this one, and I do. Like, <laughs> You're right. This one's crazy too. But I, there is there's commercials online, uh, drive-in commercials that they would play during the drive-in. Yeah, these are from like the fifties, and it shows a mom, a dad. What it was, they were uh, Lucky Stripes. Is that what they were called, Lucky Stripe? Yeah, cigarettes. Strikes. Strikes. Okay, I strap. I don't know. I but I wasn't there. Do they still yeah. make those? Yeah, oh, they're okay. filterless. Ugh. Have you Holy ever smoked shit. A, well, you, you ain't, I've smoked filterless. Camel oh, makes man, I've filterless had a cigar. Cigarettes. That's about as close as I get without a filter, but. And that's I've rolled my own. Yeah. But, um. Hey, do what you got to do. Dude, in the commercial, they're like, come down to the drive-in, enjoy a movie, you know, catch a matinee. And the whole family sitting in the car smoking cigarettes. <laughs> Even the kids, uh, dude. The kids got cigarettes. That's amazing. Crazy. I wish, I wish we could go back to that time. Things simple, simple time, yeah. Yeah. The only thing we had to worry about was seeking shelter when the bombs flew. Yeah. Was building the bomb shelter. <laughs> <laughs> now it's a lot more complicated. It's like, who's bombing us, and are we going to seek shelter when they do bomb? Yeah. And the, now they use dirty bombs. <laughs> Yeah, it's got they a put big like fucking nails and off. shit in them, and oh yeah, uh, I didn't mean like that. <laughs> now those damn dirty bombs, man, they'll put like glass and nails. Have y'all y'all know what a dirty bomb is? Yeah, staples. oh my god, dude. Yeah, like they just they go just, to the hardware store and anything sharp, they put it in there. Razor blades, they dump it in there. Dude, can you imagine being next to one of those? You just body just full of nails. No nails stuck in you the like the wrong way. Well, those how fast those are IEDs. Uh, dirty bombs are actual like contaminated bombs that release like pathogens. Well, a while back they had some bombs go off like that, and on the news, which I know it's fake news, but they referred to it as a dirty bomb. That's where I got. Oh, uh, the only time a dirty bomb goes off is uh. You know, is it, but isn't any kind of bomb really like a dirt? Like it's it's all gonna cause. You know what I mean? It's a bomb. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're right. Um. Well, do y'all want to get a, get into the GOT? Na, 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 na. Game of Thrones. Game yeah. of Thrones. Hey, Game he said. Of- he says it's definitely not how I picture myself dying. I always picture yeah. myself dying. Eighty, he said. What he say? Eighty years old in my own bed, with a belly full of wine and a woman's cock, woman's lips yeah. around my cock. Yeah, y'all remember he said that in an earlier <laughs> season? Do y'all remember yeah. that? I remember. Like season one or something. And that guy, that Viking looking dude, was like, "How do you want to die?" And he was like, 80 years old in my own bed with a belly full of wine and a woman's lips around my cock." Yeah, and he brought it oh, back, the, dude. There's been a lot of throwbacks to season one. Yeah, and this, there has. this is the last episode alone. I um, let Trent Trent tell him what you told me earlier. I took a screenshot, but I wasn't going to tell nobody. <laughs> so you got a theory? No. Um, whenever she got knighted. Oh, Brian. Yeah. 
better name, Brian. And he's right, a night he said he cried a little. <laughs> I kind of cried a little too. I got a tear. I felt I felt I was happy for her. I was so She's wanted happy. that this whole time and he's like, "Why can't you be a knight? Cuz this motherfucker don't know shit, right?" Right. Fucking uh a Dragon Age um, character top. Yeah. He, he don't know shit. Dragon and, Age uh, character top. Why can't you be a knight? And she said, "I don't know. It's a uh, tradition." Uh, yeah. It's just tradition. He's like, fuck that. Yeah, fuck tradition. What'd he say? I'd like to knight you ten times over. I'd knight you ten times over. Holy shit. I feel like now there's there's a love triangle between yeah. her, Jamie. Who do you think she'll pick, though? I think that those two guys will end up fucking each other before she fucks any of yeah. them. Yeah, she's stingy with it. Yeah, she's like, I ain't coming off this pussy. You better get in line for this pussy, okay? <laughs> Sorry, I went a little foo-foo there. You did. You got a little foo-foo. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Did you cock your head and yeah, snap your fingers? I did. You got to get line for this one. Side. You got to get in line for this because, okay? Um, <laughs> so I don't think she's going to give it up to anybody. I think that, like, next episode is going to be no talking. It's going to be all battle. She might let like, one of those dragons fuck her. She could probably handle it. I'm just saying. This episode was pretty good. It was it cool was. to see everybody sit around and they're like, it was like the final hour. Yeah. They were Remember all like, it? they were like, well, we better get some rest. Nobody went to bed. No. <laughs> I was like, yeah, right. I mean, they're all expecting to die. Yeah. It, even uh, Samuel was just like, wouldn't it be crazy if we won? <laughs> like, yeah. I, I know we're not what going was to. nice was he gave old dude his sword. Oh, my God. Valerian Steel. Yeah. He said, I want my family, you know, I'm. it deserves to be on the battlefield. Yeah. And I can barely pick it up. It's, uh, there was a lot of heart-wrenching moments, though, in this in this episode. I mean, you see fucking No Dick reunited yeah. with Sansa, you know. Got a hug. And what's crazy though is like I was expecting him to show up to John first, mm-hmm. you know, like more so than than, than Sansa. I, I know that him and Sansa, you know, had a, well, he like saved her. Yeah, I mean, if it wasn't for him, she was trapped in that fucking what was it like a little dungeon thing? Yeah, he wouldn't have even freed her. Remember that's when he was like mopping and shit, and yeah, nose breathing. <laughs> <laughs> He's he has become unsullied, you know. Yeah, nah, he still he still doesn't have a cock. <laughs> That's what, what part I'm did they cut off? They cut his dick off, right? So has he still got balls? I don't think so. I think oh. he cut them both off. What an asshole! Well, that's fucking. What was that piece of shit's name? I don't know, but he got fucked up. I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> the dogs ate him. Yeah. Was it uh, the Bolton, right? Yeah, Brandon Bolton or something. No, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Ramsey. Ramsey Bolton. That was it. Yeah. Do y'all know that he was in that new Motley Crue movie? No shit. He plays the guitar player, the one oh, that had really? the spine fucking disorder. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I was sitting there watching it, and I was like, "This guy looks so familiar. Who is this?" That's I held his crazy. face, and I look it up IMDb, and I was like, "Oh shit." It's, it's fucking all fucking Ramsey. dick chopper. Yeah. yeah. 
He was a piece of shit. Good episode. Good lead in. Oh, yeah. I mean, dude, I'm glad there wasn't a lot of action in it because you know that the next couple episodes are going to be balls out. Now, the real question is, um, what do you think Cersei's play is here? I don't know, man. She wasn't even in this episode, was she? No, not at all. Yeah, I thought that was weird. We didn't get a cut to her. That's, we don't even know what, what she's doing. Well, that's what I'm wondering because it's like we didn't see her at all. Uh, the last thing that we saw was she was sleeping with, you know. She banged on fucking pirate the, dick. Yeah, the, <laughs> Theon's <laughs> uncle or whatever. Yeah. And then they took off with the ships, but like. <clears throat> you you think know he's got her Persephonitis or something like. She's definitely going to die from some kind of AIDS. Yeah. Dragon um, AIDS. Ooh. But uh, I do like I do like <laughs> you get grayscale. Ooh, yeah. Fuck that! It looked rough. I do like um, Corey White's theory, though. I I do want to shout him that out. She for shows up. That she gets Jamie's face. Jamie dies, and she gets Jamie's face, mm-hmm. and kills Cersei that way. Mm-hmm. That would be such a fucking. It's a twist, yeah. you know. But. <laughs> here's here's what I think is going to happen I think Cersei's going to live through everything and as a post credit scene we see somebody fucking destroy her ass Shame. like not, not not literally but like oh. somebody but somebody fuck her up you know what I mean that's just what I th- but I don't know what's some other what's some other predictions that you fellers have well, I thought I thought that uh, the best shot in this episode. I was sitting there watching it, man. And I got that high quality. You know what I'm saying? I got that high quality. Yeah. HD. I'm sitting there watching it, and then it cuts to Brand sitting in a wheelchair, man. With these fucking this tree. Yeah. This tree with all these red things, and there's a bunch of white everywhere, and. Yeah, Jamie standing there, and I was just like, "Whoa, look at that fucking shot, man! Yeah. How good did that shot look?" That the scenes in in Winterfell, everything looks so good. It does, man. It looks like an Amon and Marth music video up in here. Like, yeah, it looks too real, you know. Well, everything's just so like gritty, yeah, dirty. Everybody's got a beard. Surprised yeah. at fucking oh, uh, what's this? What's the Amazon bitch? What's her name? Daenerys? What I don't Probably want. She doesn't have a beard yet. The dragons even. What have I beards. don't want is <clears throat> I don't want the White Walkers to suddenly have battle tactics. Oh yeah, the big woman. Yeah, yeah. Like they're like, really like they're really they're dead people. Like they're coming in all smart and but shit. I like I don't want, like, yeah, I want it to be just a total sea of bodies just flooding this kingdom. Yeah, like there, there, there shouldn't, there that should, should be not the name be of the next episode. Sea of there bodies. Should, there, there should not be a like the battle shouldn't really be that long. No, do you think everybody's gonna die there at Winterfell? No, I think that there are gonna be some. It- I'm calling it now. At least a third to a half of the cast is going to die in this episode. Who you think's going? I think I think all the supporting characters are going to die. Yeah, 
the Hound, the Brothers of Light. The whatever. Hound's fucking awesome. Yeah, I know. She's like, what are you doing um, up here? He's like, well, the Lord of Light see it's all fit for us all to be here, you know? Like, <laughs> I, I, think, I, think, I think Davos is going to die. Yeah. What about um, the Onion Knight? Yeah, that's, that's him. him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want him to die like him. I think that the uh, the only people that I are going to... My... Go ahead. Oh, Who go was ahead. the guy that had grayscale? Um, Mormon. Yeah, yeah he'll Mor- probably die. Yeah. You think Sam will? No. I think Sam will be alive. Well, he's going to... They want him to go hide down in the... In the cell. Oh, he'll... man. When that little yeah. girl came over there to get some food, and she's like, I want to fight. And there he's like... And there was just a little moment there, man. Yeah. Well, it reminded him of that other girl. Yeah. Because she had that thing on her face. Yeah. That's the first time we've seen Chick this season. Sam's I feel like yeah. Sam's, Sam's going to be, he's going to be the one that survives clumsily throughout the battle. Yeah. I, whenever I see her, though, I just want to feed her corn. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Wow. I'm going to eat corn out of my head. <laughs> like Corey White crunching ice. <laughs> we might lose a Stark. Which Stark? If a Stark dies, which one's it going to be? I think it's going to be Bron or Brandon, whatever his fucking name is. Wheelchair? Yeah. I think we can't Sam's lose him, can that's what I was thinking. Maybe her. Well, I think that the th- the Night King wants him, right? Yeah, he's been, he, he's been marked. Well, and he's saying the Night King wants him because he knows all past and mm. all this shit. But I believe it was. Well, uh, isn't he the one that told not. him to use the dragon glass? Didn't he tell him? Uh, Sam told him. Oh yeah, he read it. Yeah, books and shit. Um, like, I was reading the Dragon Diaries, Volume One through Ten, <laughs> and but I think that I don't think that he'll quote unquote die, but I think that he will transport his consciousness into something else. Or they fuck it, they fuck us, they kill the Night King in this battle. He's and dead, stop. and then they all have to go down there and fight the bitch. Because she's got another army, too. You know what I'm saying? That's a whole other war waiting to happen. Well, check yeah. this. Check this. This was a theory that uh, Mr. White uh, was talking to me about earlier. He uh, he had a good idea, and I thought it was pretty cool. It was uh, that the rest of the battle happens, whatever. Jamie, Jamie Lannister dies in the next episode. Like, the, like, mm-hmm. like he's one of the deaths, you know? Well, before he can turn, somehow... Arya gets a hold of his face, mm-hmm. goes to King's Landing as Jamie Lannister, mm-hmm. and faceless man kills uh, Cersei that way. Fucks her, then kills her. Oh my god! I don't know how, but <laughs> well, she's like, she I becomes... want to see what this is like too. Yeah, that's. Let's talk about that weird moment, y'all. When they started this show, she was eleven. Yeah, right. I mean, we've watched her grow up, you know. Yeah, it's weird. To a fully formed 
And she gets naked, and I was she like, got "Whoa!" Naked. They they did some shit though. I don't think she got completely naked in that scene. I think they like it looked weird, man. From the side, I was like, "Ah, titty don't look like that." You That's think not, so? Ah, it looked different. Go back and look at it. I did several times on a squat <laughs> board. I took screenshots, analyzing the whole. Fucking- I, it just looked like they kind of like they removed the nipple or something, dude. I couldn't see it. Yeah. You still saw her ass, though. Yeah, when she took her shirt off, I was like, ooh, she's a cutter. <laughs> yeah, right. Why was that? Where did she oh. get that? Where'd she get those cuts? That's from training, right? I don't know, but whenever she pulled her the thing off, she said something about I'm not the red witch. or Yeah, remember the fucking... Because uh, she wanted to bang him. Well, right? the, the red, didn't the red witch bang him? Yeah. She's the one that put yeah, the Yeah, she got pregnant and... It got fucking weird. weird. That got real weird. Yeah. What happened to her? Didn't they kill her? No, they let her go. No, didn't. She brought John back to life, right? Yeah, and then she, like, split. She fucked off. Yeah, but she's still out there somewhere. What if the... Well, see, like, the army of the dead is going to show up. I mean, is Holdor going to be a fucking white walker now? Yeah. We're going to see all these people. Yeah. Oh man, and they got to kill them. Like we got to watch them die again. And then, as people die, they come back as White Walkers, right? Yeah. So they're just gonna keep feeding them. So right here, Jesus Christ! It says that um, the where is Mus- Melisandre? That's that chick's name. In Game of Thrones season eight, she can't be gone forever. So there's people like hours ago talking about where she's at. Um, and what she's been doing, but wasn't she going to get the Lord of Light or some shit like summon the Lord of Light or some shit? The last time we saw her, I don't know what she's wasn't doing. she going to get the Lord of Light? No, the last time we saw her, she was standing, uh, and Dragonstone with Varys, and they were talking. Yeah, that's right. Because pretty much Varys told Melisandre that regardless of how the rest of the game or story plays out, that they're where they're at. Like, all the pieces are where they're at, you know? Yeah. That's right. Yeah, because right here it's got it broke down. She arrives at Dragonstone, which is now occupied by Daenerys. Melisandre claims that both she and John are the prince that was promised and suggests that Daenerys summoned John to Dragonstone to hear of his experiences fighting the Lot Walkers. When John and Davos arrive on Dragonstone to meet Daenerys, she av- Melisandre avoids them and decides to return to Volantis, although Daenerys' advisor, Varys, warns that Melisandre will not be safe if she ever returns to Westeros. She declares that she will eventually make one final journey to Westeros to die. So what if she what if she shows up? Wait a minute. Wait a second. What if she is over there? Because um let's see. Volantis is on the is part of um it's not part of Westeros, right? Yeah, it's so what if she's over there recruiting 
and she sails the seas with a fucking army and she starts fighting. You, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So you see, you picking up what I'm putting down. Like she starts starting shit with Cersei to deter her from raining hell on everybody that is fighting the White Walker. Let me Google where this fuck. <clears throat> we got to talk about too that Khaleesi and John finally. It's it's they out fuck? there. Oh oh yeah. No, they you know because he <laughs> he was he was avoiding her like the fucking plague, dude. I know. And, and every she, time they would finish she, talking, he would just. Did you see the look on her face? Oh yeah. She didn't like that shit, dude. Yeah. No. She don't like it at all. I can see, it, dude. She wants that throne so fucking bad. I do believe she would kill him. But he doesn't have. They don't have to tell anyone that's who he is. Well, she doesn't have to kill him if they get married. That's she the wants thing. it. Well, she, I know, she, and John doesn't. So no. if they get married, and and she runs the show, mm. like it'll be the first. It would yeah. be the first Classic queen. Marriage. <laughs> well, <laughs> Wear the pants be, in this fucking relationship. It's not John, but it would be the first. Uh, you know, it would be the first ruler of Westeros, the Seven Kingdoms, that was a female that was married to a male. It would be kind of like the first woman president of the United States situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, if they did that, it would break new ground. It would be, you know, whatever, whatever it is. And then they could basically, act, if everybody dies except for them, they can rewrite the rules the way they see fit anyway. So, I mean, if you want to look at it like, yes, John is the rightful heir because he is male, but she technically is the rightful heir to it because she would be next in line because she's John's aunt. You know what I'm saying? If you take the male equation out of it and just go by who was born first and who is like higher up in the hierarchy of family, then she would get it by, by default. It's just one of those things where it's like, I think that they'll, and I don't think she'll kill him. I think that if they win, then they'll both. Well, they'll get no, married. John, John's lineage is it's, he's the rightful secession because he's, He's the uh, the son of, of an older sibling. Right. That, but that's what I'm saying. If you take if you take the male and all that out of because it's her older brother's son. So she would if you go just by not by male, but if you just go by who was born first, she's the only one that's left alive because her younger brother got killed by fucking Aquaman, you know? That's what I'm saying. Like, if they rewrite it to where, like, it doesn't matter if you're male or female, if you're next in succession. Yeah. That's, I mean, but I don't think that, I don't, I don't think she's going to kill him. I think that he might end up sacrificing himself to save her or not sacrificing his life, but sacrificing something like hurting himself very badly. To where well, he wouldn't even be able to, to rule. We also have to remember, though, that John isn't necessarily human anymore. Yeah, he's the Lord of Light. 
He's a well, superhero. Him and, him and him and Barrick, they are because uh, the people who made it, or the at least the showrunners, they've come out and pretty much said that the like the supernatural elements that are on the good side, which is like Barrick and the Bannerless Man and all of them and stuff, particularly honing in on John and John and Barrick or whatever the fuck his last name is, Dundarian or whatever. What they are is practically the opposite, the fire version of the White Walkers. Right. So you, so John won't be able to die, right? I think he can die. Well, we right. don't know. Well, because that one guy, yeah. the, the hands on that one oh, guy. Oh, that's right. How funny would it be, the Lord of Light, looking at bringing you back to life this many times when I throw your fucking stupid ass off the top of this castle? You yeah. Know? So. Well, as, well, yeah. As long as there, as as long as a red priest is nearby, they they can revive them. So the red priests are like the whites, because you got to think of it. There's the Night King, and then there's the Lord of Light. Right. Then there's. His minions, his his generals, if you want to call it, his whites, which are the <laughs> ice, the full blown ice motherfuckers. Yeah, those are like the, I guess the red priests for the Lord of Light. Yeah, right. And well, so, if, if she shows John up, John and Barrick, they're they're just they're they're just the revived dead. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's she, weird. It's weird trying to map the parallels, but I mean, you guys know y- y'all are following with me, so you you y- y'all can see what I'm trying to get across. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. But if she shows up to the battle and either one of those two die, then she could bring them back to life, and they could still keep going, right? That's what you're saying. Right? Yeah. So, so my question is: is if she shows up and she holds up at the top of this castle? Would she be able to do it from afar, or does she need their bodies to? She would. She would. Well, I mean, the, the well, I guess the catch is she would have to be able to touch them because yeah. you remember every time Barrick went down, Joros uh, would fucking drop down beside him, put his hands on him, and start saying his chant. Right. And you also got to think too. There's also a level. There's an experience gap. Joros was able to spit that shit out, and Barrick was up in like like in, in a realistic thing where he could get up in the middle of a battle and keep going. Yeah. Whereas Melisandre's magic took it took a minute for John to come back. Yeah, that's right. He was out for a couple of days. Yeah, you're right, Trev. <clears throat> but who knows? I mean, I mean, I, I, it, it could be plausible. Who's to say that she hasn't been? meditating on how to do that more often because perhaps that's something that she that that that's her role to play she's the fucking she's the support yeah she's running support in this shit so like she's healer she's she's adam g yeah i think it's safe to say that our our tanks are torment and the hound yeah everybody else is damaged Aria's running DPS. Well, I think that uh, um, old Night Chick would be, uh, she'd be a tank too. She's a hard boss, oh, I think. Yeah. Uh, Jamie, would he be considered a tank? Mm. No, not anymore. Yeah, because he lost a hand. <laughs> yeah, I think he's he, handicapped. He would be, 
Yeah. It would be. I didn't even think if about anything. it. <laughs> well, he could, he could do tanky things. Like, he could pull aggro, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If he's got enough mana. Has a- has he got, uh, is his sword made out of Valyrian steel? I think so. Uh, yes. His yes. dad make that sword, right? Yeah, he gave them all one, right? Yeah. yeah. He, gave, he even gave down. Tyrion one, didn't he? A little bitty one? No, he, ma- oh. he, he made three. He made Jamie one. Uh, Jamie had. Mm, that's right. He was like, you'll never be going to Jamie. And then I believe the third one. Oh, that's right. What's his name? Had uh, one. Fucking Joffrey. Who got Joffrey's sword? Hmm. I don't know. Joffrey had one. Fuck. It would have passed on to uh, out the window. Yeah. Yeah, he did dive. So whoever the fuck looted his body's got that shit now. It, it sucks a- that it sucks that Ned Stark's sword was melted down to make that. I know, right? Like that. That's the great. That, that's like the most underrated tragedy of the show is that this big ass sword, sword made Joffrey one. Made these Didn't little. They bitch get like four out, out of it. it. Yeah. He was like, a real king. I, Ned Stark. It was. was it was legitimately like. It's as far as I could tell, it was the only real, true, great sword in the whole show. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Goddamn, that shit was big enough for to like guts would roll with it. Yeah. Man. Our uh, on a on a another note. Once it's over, are y'all gonna revisit it? Like as soon as it's over. Game of Thrones. Yeah, I wouldn't mind watching it all again. I yeah, have. I mean, I might, I might give it a, I might give it about a month to well, just digest the ending. There's a lot of good scenes. Like y'all remember when fucking Tyrion slapped Joffrey? Oh yeah. Sla- I mean, just slapped the shit out of him. Well, 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 part of me, and I know it's a really long time, and I know I watched the show obviously way before it comes to fruition, but I'd like to, I'd like to finish the actual book story Busted. and then revisit the show. Right. But I mean, I know that's asking a fuck ton. <laughs> like, It'll happen one day. It would be, it would be interesting if a lot of all these years, it's been just kind of a, like he's just been bullshitting us all this time, and he really has the next book done, and he's actually like halfway through the the last one. Yeah. Well, it makes sense because he's ready for the the show to end, so that he can actually have his. Yeah. So now he can get back well, to. Well, how how great would it be that you know they do some news and everyone's like, oh, this is going to be the season eight DVD release date, and they're like, all right, yeah, it's coming out. But so is the next book, and it's like, oh fuck, you know? Yeah, that would be awesome. He needs to get the book out because here's what's gonna happen, man. See, right? You got those fucking true lovers, like Travis. You've been re- you were fucking with it from day one, right? 
But there's a lot of a people lot. that only fuck with Game of Thrones because of the show. Yeah. So it's like once the show ends, like you don't want to wait two fucking years and come out with a book. Like you're going to lose some sales. Of course, all those people like you, they're going to, they're still going to pick it up, but you're yeah. fucking yourself. You know what I mean? It's like making Avatar 10 years later. Like, <laughs> yeah. what the fuck, man? Like, you know what I mean? Like he'd well, be I, fucking I himself think, on I sales. He needs to come out with it around the time that it ends. Safe. He needs to drop another book. It's safe to say that while some events are obviously going to be spoiled in the book, I really feel like the story is going to go down such an avenue that it's going to be a different experience. It's going to be pretty much the same thing they've done with The Walking Dead. They've made it to where you could go down either medium and have a completely different story that has very similar. You know, I mean, there's still a core thing to it. It's still the the, this this specific setting and story being told. But it's like two different universes. Yeah, it's like a yeah, it's like a glimpse into two parallel yeah. versions of the same story, which isn't a bad thing. I'm interested to see how he ends the books because in the books, you know, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. You got to worry about a yeah. budget. Yeah, you just and, need I mean, more and, pages. And, and characters and arcs and plot points and all that stuff. It can be expanded on and incorporated and you think he'll croak you know, all that good come stuff. Out? I nah, know he's got notes so. on how you think he'll get them out. He better. I think once this final season is done and out of the way and the first couple of years of everybody reeling over the show being over and everything, once it dies down, breaking I think all that's over when I think it'll I think you know the books will just slide it, just slide into it. But mm. I feel like I feel like by the time the books come out, I feel like it's not going to be as big a big of a deal if if that makes any sense. Like, oh, sure, yeah. in the book community and the literary community and everything, obviously that's gonna, it's going to get brought right back to the surface again. Oh, Game of Thrones, it's ending. Blah blah blah. blah. But I think as far as the public eye, like it's going to shift its gaze away as soon as the show's over. That's with. what I'm saying that you're, you're fucking yourself. If you wait too long to come out with a book, because it's like right now, like the show is like the best publicity. Well, ever. I mean, well, yeah. And the thing about the show though, is that it's such a money train in and of itself that I think deep down, he probably doesn't care if the books sell or not at this point. Yeah. Yeah. He might I mean, he, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm sure there's a part of him that's like, yeah, this is my brainchild and my baby, and I'm glad it's successful. But the popularity of the show has been so huge, probably far larger than, probably far larger than he ever imagined. Oh yeah, dude, for sure. And he's got he's got that kind of fuck you money that yeah he could he could he could probably fuck you money, dude. (laughs) Yeah, but that's also what could bite him in the ass because he could he could completely bullshit his way through the last couple of books mm. they'll come out and the fans will know he bullshitted turn I mean, that may be I mean, why people. he doesn't want to like rush it and put it you know like, what i mean he's taking his sweet ass time when's the last time he dropped one I, how many years whole, has it uh, been oh man exactly a minute yeah dude how many uh, books does he have left two <sighs> And Do you think that HBO that, 
cut a deal with him where they were like, you can't release those books until we're finished with this show. I wonder if or it takes well, maybe away not from, from the it, if you can read it. Probably not from the get go. But once but it blew like up so show, big, they were like, no, I, we got to have exclusive yeah, rights here. Easily by like the fourth or fifth season, when they realized that this money train wasn't slowing, I feel like probably something was negotiated where they're like, look, man, let the show finish. Then finish like book book in the TV show per se. You can um, go to HBO's website and look at all their TV shows that they've ever had. You know any, anything they've ever aired. This is the best one they got, hands down. I don't think they'll ever top it, dude. I fucking loved Boardwalk Empire. Right. Well, a, like, that's a great show. Highly recommend it. Well, going. But back they won't to ever like, top Game of Thrones. Well, like going back to where people, like you were saying, like, and I and I mentioned as well, where there's hardcore fans that'll pick it apart. You know, my whole thing with Game of Thrones is I saw the the promo for it, saw the rundown with the throne and what the show was supposed to be about, and I thought badass fantasy show, mm-hmm. HBO rated R, count me in. Yeah, I watched like the first or sec first couple of episodes. By the end of the season. I'd already read like two of the books Mm -hmm. and within a few months I'd already gotten to where the newer book had dropped that year. And I had, I got up to it and read it. So there's people who've been fans of these books since the early nineties when they were actually published. Like there's people who've been waiting. So the first one came out in the nineties. Yeah. Oh, these books are, the books are old. Dude, that's crazy. Why did it take so long to get picked up as a show? He's got, dude, He's got a fucking uh, publishing hiatus that would fucking make Stephen King's Tower publication look like a... Do you think he gets letters like, I'm dying, what's the end? You know he does. Stephen King used to get letters oh. of like people that were oh, like, sure he gets, dying, and they were like, please tell me what I'm happens sure he, in the Dark I'm, Tower. I'm sure he gets his fair share of uh, hate letters. I'm mm-hmm. sure hate mail. What was funny was there was uh when I went to that Renaissance fair, there was this old guy I actually pointed him out to Trent, but there's this old guy walking around. And he was just some random old guy with a cane, but he had on that fucking George R. R. Martin hat, you know, his hat he wears, the could fucking yeah. the steampunk conductor hat, the yeah. whatever the fuck it is. But there was some dude walking around, and I said, Oh, he came as George R. R. Martin. He didn't. But I just thought that was funny, like Dude, there's so many fucking there's the novels and then there's novellas. Yeah. Now what about has have they opened their stuff up for fan fiction yet? Where like people like someone can write the book and then they'll put it out. It's like, yeah, this is like you know, he reads it and he's like, Yeah, I like this. That's yeah, cool. You you took all these characters and made like didn't you say there was backstory? Yeah. Like he, starts when they're actually- younger, like Ed. Well, I mean, he, he kind of goes well. Well, he kind of goes full Tolkien, I think. And there's a book he's got that covers the Targaryen dynasty. Yeah, and he even has a book out now. I think it's called "The World of Ice and Fire," where it fills in just house histories, mm-hmm. uh, Westerosi history in general. You know, kind of like uh, the appendices to the um, the the Lord of the Rings books, where you know. Tolkien would, you know, give extra lore, tell shorter stories. And even when he went on to do like the Silmarillion and and all the the unfinished tales and all that stuff, 
Like I feel like like, like Martin's kind of done a little bit of that, but it's kind of weird that he's done it before even finishing the main narrative, you know? Well, maybe he felt like he needed to hash a bunch of this stuff out because just looking at his stuff he's got here, he's got a bunch of um, a bunch of stuff that are prequels th- to this. Like, we've got um, The Hedge Knight. That came out in 98, and that was part of... Uh, it's set in the world of a song of ice and fire novels, 90 years before the events of the novels. And then you come down here and you got the sworn, the sworn sword. It's, um, 90 years before the events of the novels. you know, like you just keep going down through here, the mystery night, 90 years before the events of the novel, um, the wit and wisdom of Tyrion Lannister. Uh, you have uh, the Sons of Dragon, which are um, a prequel that follows the events right before Game of Thrones. Fire and Blood is the history of House Targaryen. So he's, <clears throat> I mean, if you lay everything out that he has written, it's a shitload of shit. You know, like <laughs> a shitload of shit. It's dude. a shit ton. <laughs> Really, metric I mean, shit ton. All his stuff that he has written, besides a couple of short stories here and there, uh, is mostly stuff that has to do with um, have to do with Game of Thrones or the Song of Ice and Fire. He wrote a lot of fucking uh, TV. He wrote a lot of Twilight Zone stuff in the 80s. Oh, he did Fuck. Twilight Zone? Back in the day? Yeah, he was a writer. 1986. Wow. He wrote 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, He'll never seven, top eight. Game of Thrones, dude. Nah, He'll I never think... top it. Do you think once he finishes the story, like, and I'm talking about finishes the story as in once he gets everything, well, not just the main story, but once he gets everything that has to do with this world out of his system, prequels, sequels, I think he's done, dude. Sideways sequels. I think he's done. <laughs> yeah. You think that that's going to be. Enjoy your life, man. I'd Spend ride your off. fucking money. After, yeah. After that, after that paycheck, I'd, I'd ride off into the sunset. Your life, all done. Spend your money, dude. You ain't got long left. Yeah. I mean, he ain't in good health, dude. Right. He needs to get some sun. He might be, he might have all this stuff. Like you said, he might have it all written right now. If he died today, they might go into his estate and find not only the remaining two novels, but all Uh, kinds of. They were worried about his health before. Had a little health scare. You know, like HBO was making him get physicals and. Right. um, They actually, there was legal paperwork like he had to tell them how to finish it you know in the event that something happens to him there's insurance oh uh, yeah yeah dude for sure right you know one of those guys at hbo's took one look at him he left the office one day and they were like we gotta fucking we gotta, we, we, this motherfucker <laughs> may not wake up it. tomorrow like yeah we gotta get this worked out like what's gonna happen like 
Because he's not young, man. No, he's not. He's really not that old, but he nerded out a little too hard. Played a lot of D&D yeah. and sat on his well, ass. He's 70. I didn't even know he was 70. I thought he was in his 60s. Well, dude, if he's 70, he's 170 in nerd years. Because <laughs> nerds aren't very active. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, you know. I, I, I'm picking up what you put down. But, uh, what was Trent see. talking about here? He said, Do you think there's a reason why they had two kings give away their secrets in the same episode? Do you think there was something to that? He said, Anyone think there's a reason they revealed two kings in one episode? Uh, what does he mean by, so we got, we got John's secret, and then what was the other one? The Robert Baratheon's kid, the blacksmith. Ah. But. What was his secret? Well, he's Robert Baratheon's bastard. We all knew that, though, didn't we? Yeah, but he, they, they never he told him He finally said it out loud. Yeah. Well. He's one um, hell of a blacksmith. I think that he well, was I just, feel like it. I feel like it would set up that regardless of what's going to happen, the the great game will always be. Yeah. Robert well, killed it, John's dad. I thought Joffrey had him killed. Oh no! Okay, his real dad. Okay. Yeah. They still have one of the coolest battle names ever. The Battle of the Bastards. Yeah, I know, right? It's a fucking well, metal band. Well, it is, it's it's just insurance to let you know that, like, Cersei's not going to stay on the throne, and it could still possibly be... There's always some handful royal blood out there. Yeah, some royal dick, you know? Yeah. Royal badge, whatever. But, uh... What if we find out the next episode? Arya takes a pregnancy test. Oh shit! She's like, I'm pregnant. She's having Jon Snow's baby. Oh god! <laughs> what a twist! <laughs> Wouldn't that be crazy? I know Daenerys. I can't, can't believe have... they did a sex scene with her. I can. I didn't see that coming, dude. She was like, what? "I at least want to know what it's like if I'm going to die." Yeah, and he's like, "Come here, bitch." He went swing. <laughs> Yeah, let me unsheath this sword. He said, I've been with unsheath thy sword. He's <laughs> like, yeah. I've been with three women. He's like, you fixing to be is with Is that four. all? Yeah, is that all? She's creepy. What? Bronn is going to be the Night King, and Arya is going to take her Bronn's face? Is that what you're saying? I'm going to get you with your face off with your face off. <laughs> Oh, the Night King's? Holy shit. Will she turn if, blue? Do you think they'll ever let it go, HBO? Or will <laughs> they be like... They're like, um... After this is over, they're going to like, let's go back and do that earlier stuff. Yeah, I think... Let's go do the prequels. The Yeah. Because people, they're not going to want to let it go. No. It's like, what I am think, I going to do now? What am I going <laughs> to look forward to? I Well... I think that they will do something. Mm-hmm. And then we find out, like, 
oh, what if we saw like the Night King's backstory before he was the Night King, like oh, where he came cool. from? He's played by Nick Cage. He's like, <laughs> do you have a lucky crack pipe? <laughs> it gets real fucking weird. Yeah, lucky crack pipe. No, I'm. I'm ready. I'm sad that it's ending, but I'm ready for it to end. You know I what I mean? I want to know what's going to happen. Yeah. A little finger but, backstory? Uh, eh. I he gets a little it. fingered. I did too. I like his delivery. He was such a cocksucker, though. He was a Game good Thrones, cocksucker. Game of Thrones, baby. Game of Thrones. I know. He's all about, he was about that life. Wasn't he, though? He got what he deserved. <laughs> I think that that's on Cinemag. Yeah, <laughs> that version of it's on Cinemag. Uh, will HBO be able to top it? I think so, but I think that it's going to have to be. I think that it's story. It's going to be a while. I, I think that story that Travis was reading at one time. The time. Malazan. The will, yeah, the will of time stuff. <clears throat> for HBO, I would, I would, I would rather, I would rather the Malazan Empire be. That's more HBO. That's rated R. I mean, I mean, I mean. Don't don't get me wrong. Will of Time could be, but the way the story's presented, it doesn't need that. Le- it doesn't need the leniency HBO has. Like with like, it's not. It's <laughs> not no like incest. a chapter where someone's gonna. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, what I've read of the Will of Time, it's not like I wouldn't have a problem letting a a child read Will of Time as oh. opposed to maybe Malazan or Game of Thrones. Malazan, Malazan, Malazan. Well, is there anything else that we need to uh, we need to go over? When does uh, um? Doesn't that does it end game drop this weekend? It does. It sure does. Oh. Panda, 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 panda. Travis <laughs> dropped a meme the other day that said, "What all fourteen thousand alternate endings? It's going to be on the Blu-ray." Oh yeah, the super box set. Um, uh, are y'all going to go watch it this weekend, or are we going to? I'm going to try to watch it. I can't guarantee that I will. I'm going to yeah. see it in a the theater. For sure. Um, For sure. If, if I go if I go watch it, it's most likely going to be either Saturday during the day or Sunday during the day. Yeah. It's it might be uh my I might not be able to go until next weekend. I got a lot of shit going on. Like a lot yeah, like this coming weekend, I might have to work, and then we've got a birthday party Saturday night, and then that thing Sunday with my brother, and then it's just, I don't know, maybe next weekend we'll, I don't know. If I ha- if I knew I was going to get off at a decent time, I would just go after work one day. That way I knew nobody would be in there, but, you know. I'm excited. I mean, once it comes out, I'm not going to be on the internet. Because I don't want to be a dick and ruin it. Oh, they will. I mean, Trav's already seen screenshots and shit or whatever he saw. 
Oh. Yeah. No, I, I saw a a much longer clip that I clicked off of after watching like three seconds. And oh, was it was it a clip from the movie? Yeah, oh, they played like a con or something. It was it, you. You could tell it was in like a screening. Ah, oh, he said there's huge spoilers online. Huge. Yeah, I've been I've, I've been avoiding uh, the internet. I don't think. I don't think what I saw was a spoiler for the movie per se, but it's like, it was definitely a spoiler of a certain character that I'm not going to divulge it into. Uh, I'm almost for sure. Uh, no, it, but I will say that it's fucking awesome. Mm. Kevin like, Feige says I, X-Men will come home to the MCU. I got bummed. Yesterday. I got bummed that I saw it because it's like, damn it, I'm not going to get to enjoy this in the context of the movie. But it made me want to go see the movie even more now. Right. Because whatever happens in the film to lead up to this moment is like, it. it's like three, sec- three to five seconds out of 180 yeah. fucking. Yeah. Like, this movie is going to be fucking insane. Yeah. I cannot wait, man, for real. It's going to be... It's going to be too legit to quit, man. Too legit to quit. It's amazing Um, how they've... They've gave us trailers, uh but they really haven't gave us anything. Yeah, Kevin Feige says... I will say this. Far From Home will end... MCU Phase 3, not Endgame. What I saw... What I saw had a lot of shit happening at once. Um, Mm. There was no... There's no audio, but, like, a lot of... I don't know. It was an extension of some shit that was in the trailer. I'll put it that that way. So it's it's a scene that... It's a scene y'all have already seen shit from. But I saw where the you know where it goes a little further, right? Shit, I'm ready for it. Well, Wait, I want to tell y'all the, that is like, the Doctor so... Strange director doing a Hellraiser reboot. Oh shit! What? Looks like old Pinhead might be up for a comeback. So is says. it going to be Benedict Cumberbatch? Oh my god. <laughs> Dude, on that toast of London, they're always like, because he's an actor. They're always like, they gave the part to Benedict Cumberbatch, and he's like, who? <laughs> Dude, he says that like ten times. They say that, and he's like, who? Every time they say another famous actor, he's like, who? It's like an ongoing joke. Who? Well, guys, it's Tony about Stark's that time. Think so? Yes, I know so. Calling it, calling I it said it a year ago. Yeah, that's my call. He's gonna die. I think he's done with it, man. He's the one. He's been doing it longer than the rest of them. Yeah, I think he's done. And he told him, he's like, "You gotta wrap this up soon, cause I'm, I got some money to spend." <laughs> Bitches. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, sure. I don't know if I'll go this weekend, but possibly like next. I don't want to go when it's full of people. 
full of assholes. Yeah. Yeah, I know, man. I heard that, you know? Mm-hmm. Just don't want to sit in a full theater. <gasps> but, yeah. What are we watching yeah. next week? We're doing Glass? Glass. Are y'all ever going to watch what we do in the shadows? Yeah, I'm I'm playing on it, man. I've seen them all. There's four out. I'm gonna I'm gonna see it. Hilarious. What I do think is gonna happen though is um so me and Marina watch Split, right? But she's never seen Unbreakable. So mm-hmm. I think that before we watch Glass, we're gonna at least watch Unbreakable, possibly even Split again. Mm-hmm. And because I've got Unbreakable on DVD, and I've got Split. And then go straight into straight into glass. That way she gets the full effect. Because I know that they're going to... I'm not 100% sure, but I'm guessing that they've got it set up to where you can um, watch it without having to watch Unbreakable. But I think there would be more of an impact if she was able to watch it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's just what I think. Uh, glass poor reviews made M Night Shyamalan cry. That's the hell. Uh, uh, he cried when he saw the reviews. Why do they hate me? Well, so they gave it shit though, for real. Yeah, but I mean, I'm interested in watching it because how many times have we read bad reviews and loved the movie? I know. We'll probably like the movie a lot. We'll be on here like those motherfuckers. Yeah, we're going to kill everybody that said it was bad. <laughs> it's like, are you fucking Cockknocker 68? Yeah. Did you say Glass was and a heaping pile of shit? I did. And I quote, how many people want to kick some yeah. ass? <laughs> That's what we're going to do. All right, so, guys. Well, so, Glass next week. We're gonna watch Just Glass. glass. I'm excited. We'll be we'll be and in with Game a full review. Yeah. Oh, and next week's gonna be a longer episode. It's like an hour and a half, Woo. man. Game of Thrones. Shit's going Game down. Dude, it's gonna piss me off if next week because you know at the end of this episode, like it pulls out and they're standing there. Mm-hmm. Like next week the whole episode's like it's just following Cersei's around and you know, Oh yeah. <laughs> just bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> you motherfuckers. I could see them doing that, though. They better not. Well, misdirection. I want it to, in the first five minutes, I want to see 10 people die. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure we'll see that at least. Oh, my God. They were standing down there talking in the cellar of of Legends. And uh, yeah. I heard that. I was like, oh, that ain't good. <laughs> They both look at each other yeah. like, Fuck. like, well, let's put this on pause. Yeah, we'll be back. To this a, we've had, you know, ten days to discuss this, but yeah, fuck it. We're gonna wait till the last. Just like a woman, Jon Snow's being a woman, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he does kind of have come off like a battered housewife whenever he oh. would, because every time they would finish a meeting, he would just get up and run out of the room. Oh, foo foo ass! And she's like, what fuck's up with him? Yeah. Oh, he just nothing really. He just found out that you're his aunt. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of weirded out by it. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right, guys. Keep it real. Here, Paladin's in the background. <laughs> I know that sound. I do too. I'm yeah, I'm man. over five hundred hours into it. Five hundred. Yeah. I've got forty two. I think that, it's that's fucking stupid, right? It's a lot of hours, dude. <laughs> I mean, a lot. I can't. I can't help it, man. I, I haven't right. got. I haven't got burnt out on it yet. No. Like at still all. Still have fun. For wait, I'm wrong. Four hundred and forty-two hours and forty-two minutes. My bad. Yeah. Hmm. Won't be long. Oh. You'll have five hundred. Yeah. Those are like fucking. Uh, what was that? Those are uh, what was that game? Arrow to the knee. Oh, uh, Skyrim. Yeah, those are Skyrim hours. I know, right? I mean, but dude, it's fucking. It is fun. It's really fun, man. It's fun, man. It's free. Especially when you got a crew to roll with. Shit. I wish it wasn't fucking bedtime. You'd be playing? Yeah. Yeah, in a, in a fucking New York minute. Because I can't play Paladins. No, I, I like the podcast, but usually we play before we get on. And since we had, you know, all this other stuff yeah, going on. We dad time. Yeah, we didn't get the, the need fit. to get him into it. Shit. He could be our fucking fourth or fifth. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're like, nah. <laughs> I don't talk like that around normal people. Yeah. They're like, what? What's that foo-foo shit? Yeah. It would definitely be We some should start foo-foo. a Paladins podcast, and we just play Paladins while we podcast. You just hear us yelling like, it's what just the three. fuck? It's just three hours of... <laughs> They're behind us. Yeah, Adam, heal me. Heal me, Adam. They're behind us. (laughs) Yeah. You're on the other side of the rock. Move. Yeah, I can't get to you where you're at. Catch the corner of your head, something. (laughs) I know. It's uh it's it's really fucking fun though, man. It is fun. Really fucking fun. I rack it. Yeah. I rack it a rot. They got an update coming out tomorrow, man. Oh, shit. The street style update. Mm-hmm. That's what it's called. But it's going to be... It, they got some balance changes going into it, some other mm-hmm. things. So I'm pretty sure it's approved for all uh, all platforms, Trav, so you'll probably get in it as well. What? The, there's a new update coming out tomorrow. An update? Yeah. It's called the street style update. It's going to be like a new event that they've got going on. And uh, they're doing some buffs and nerfs to some of the characters and stuff. So, if you ever get interested, you can go to their website and it'll put the patch notes on there. See what they're changing. FYI. Because I I follow it. (laughs) It'd be nice if Paladins could go cross-platform. It would be nice if fucking Sony could go. We need to start an online petition. Yeah. I think they're going to get their fucking, their dues. Well, I think that if they don't, they're going to be fucked. Uh Because people are like, I'm not buying a new PlayStation. Because y'all won't let me play with my friends. 
I guarantee it because there's rumors of the PS5 and all yeah, that stuff. It's already dropped. Yeah. I guarantee you, if they don't announce crossplay for the PS5, that uh, if uh, Microsoft comes out with a new console, they're going to run based solely upon because cross you can play. get, yeah, because you can get the Xbox titles on the on PC, and you can crossplay some of them. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's going to be their run. And who, I mean. Who doesn't want to fucking play with their friends? Yeah, why? Why have this? I mean, what? What's the big deal? They're assholes. That's what. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Same bat time, same bat channel. Keep it real. Yeah.